0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Truth About Success, where we have a series where we interview successful people from all walks of life to find out their truths about success. And boy, have we got an exciting guest for you today. And let me just tell you a little bit about Mark Jones. Mark Jones was born into Caribbean parents who met in London in the early 70s. His dad's from Guyana, He was an electronic engineer, and his mom was born in St. Vincent. She was a nurse, and she turned entrepreneur writing children's books. That's very fascinating. And selling educational products through direct sales. Mark followed suit, watching both parents venture outside of employment and joined the direct sales industry at 21 years old. Wow, that's a big step mark has been with two direct sales companies over the past 26 years and now holds the position the prestigious position of senior vice president for europe africa and the middle east for the salad master company so without further ado we're just going to get straight in And go in and uh, hello, Mark Jones. How are you, the one and only Mr. Jones?
1: (laughs) I owe hello to you as well. And I'm really excited to be here with you as I've been following this and it's an amazing platform. And thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Well, it's our pleasure and it's our honor to have you aboard here. And you bring so much experience and such a a great background. But before, before we get into your truth about success, what was your childhood like?
1: I I can honestly say I had an amazing childhood. It was mixed with fun, with discipline. Um, Being um, first generation British born uh, for my family, um, they really put a lot of focus into ensuring that I didn't have a poor start um they had a lot of pride in bringing us up the right way so i had an amazing childhood unfortunately my mum fell ill when she was about 36 and um i was 13 at the time she was about 36 and unfortunately she went into a care home and that that put a strain on the family my dad had to work a little bit harder um and i was left Alone. (laughs) I was left to get up to a little bit of mischief. And um, uh, and I did um, from from going out, climbing out the windows, going to parties I shouldn't have done, taking my dad's car, driving it around the block (laughs) um, and it progressed from there. But uh, um, I thank God because the grounding my mum and dad both gave me before this point was so strong that i reverted right back to that grounding so came off track for a little while but came right back to it
0: you know it's so it's so true I, I mean this is about you but i had a similar thing where i went astray but that parenting upbringing that strong upbringing i remember being a point where my dad said to me when i was coming to england he says i owe if you bring this grace to the olassein family name i will haunt you down and when I strayed, I remember waking up one day and girl like, man, if my dad could see me now, he would be happy. And I came back on track. So I, I know I can exactly relate what
1: you I, I can relate to that.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> is, is it just you and the family? The, you've got a no, sister. I,
1: have, I have two sisters. I have two sisters, an older and a younger sister. Um, and so you're the middle were, one? Uh, yeah. But oh. They were your perfect role model children. And then there was me in the middle. The only boy, the naughty one. <laughs> the one that stretched every boundary.
0: <laughs> so, you had your upbringing, you went through that, you went astray, and you kind of found your way back on track from that good parenting. And then, what happened? You got into sales. I mean, did you ever see yourself being successful when in your teenage days?
1: We, um, as I mentioned before, my parents were very ambitious. They were very determined, is the word I would use, um, to do better, to give us a better opportunity coming from um, humble beginnings, um, purchasing their own house, when not many people at that time were purchasing the house. Um, so did I see myself um, uh, getting into entrepreneurial or business or or, or in the line I am? Uh, I think I did, I am. We we grew up in a predominantly um, uh, business orientated area. Um, I grew up um, around a large Jewish community, and they, all my friends at school, um, their parents were market storeholders or taxi drivers, and and they were living some really good lives. And I was fascinated. How can someone sell? I don't know suits. And lived the life they were living. I have a very good friend, he sold school uniform. And they were living a life of luxury. And I, I, so it really opened my eyes from young that it doesn't matter what you're doing, as long as you do it well and you think numbers and grow, grow, grow. So I wanted some of that. I wanted that lifestyle.
0: And that's a key point there, Mark. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, but be excellent at it, don't be good at it. I mean good in this day and age doesn't work anymore good today is now average you got to be excellent to be good and that's a key point isn't it you've got to focus on what you're going to do and be excellent yeah at it. Absolutely. so as you continued into your career so how did your career get started well
1: um the, the bottom line is it came to a, a, a point where i had my first child at 20 years old And um, from the foolish things I was getting up to, uh, it came to a point where I've got to get serious. I've got um, academic parents, academic sisters. I was the odd one out, but I'd had to make some kind of change. And this, I think, bringing um, a child into this world made me say, I've got to give my daughter, uh, my eldest daughter's called Gemma, I've got to give her what I had. And what I was doing was just wasting time, partying and being the popular guy, but that wasn't bringing in the money, Io. So it forced me to look for work. And my sister, I remember, she, she, she went into uh, the newspaper at the time. That's where all the adverts were. And she set up an interview for me. And um, I went to the interview and you know what, I I got the job. <laughs> what i didn't realize is everyone sitting around me when i went back for the second interview they all got the job as well <laughs> we all got the job so um but it was it was a good feeling i got into sales they kind of took on everybody where i was and um uh, the story begins from there the story begins from there
0: so so think about it you you you're in a situation so you you don't have any qualifications You've gone astray. You've now got this little baby that's arrived, and you go, oh my God, I need to get, I need to get serious, and you made that decision. And anyway, so before that, you didn't have a job.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I dabbled. I tried some silly little things here and there, but um, I think the easiest answer for you is no. <laughs>
0: okay, so you obviously you got stuck in there, and I know a bit of your background. You 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 worked through. You became successful about in that business um, before you got into the current business you're in now so what 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 were some of the challenges the highs and low the low points in your career
1: low points oh I I have a catalog of those and um, I I was probably start by saying those low points have made me who I am today and um, for anybody watching do not um, do not overthink and those low points is your learning curve that's your development stage that's your molding stage but before i go into that some of my low points um i i found out that i was good at sales um i found out that i was connecting with people people trusted me bought into me and that skill set earned me a lot of money watching my dad work i i had a high work rate and my work rate with um, probably a, a natural gift with people and to sell, I started earning a lot of money um, at a young age. Um, coming into the low point is I didn't understand money. And I, oh, I got the money. I, I took things on credit. I used credit cards because I'm earning money. I could pay it back. I took a car on credit. And as life happens, when that winter season of life came, um, I couldn't pay the stuff. And, uh, I ended up in a lot of trouble from buying a house, probably, um, having a house, um, threatened for repossession. Um, uh, uh, and it just wasn't one I'd buy before 30, I had three properties and I had them all up for repossession. And I think I was in a low point because there was no where to turn. I exhausted all avenues, and um, yeah, that was that was a real low point. Plus, there's many more, but I, that was a. Super- so,
0: how, how did you handle that? Okay, so you you you've got some success because uh, you know we we do see this. People get some success, they begin to live the life too early on in the success, and you said the key thing. So this is a key point there. You've got to manage your finances. You now get yourself into a financial colundrum. What what? How do you handle? How do you stay positive and focus through that?
1: Surround yourself with positive people. Um, surround yourself with people that speak life into you. Uh, and I'm so thankful that there was, from um, family members to 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 people that I was in that industry with me at the current time, and um, speaking life and 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 reminding me who I was and. Do you do you know how uplifting that is when someone says you're better than that? And someone says to you, Mark, you're amazing. Mark, you're great. And, and and there was this sense of belief from what I was hearing. Um, but also seeking advice of people who have um, more experience than me and hearing how they navigated through life and getting feedback. That's a big one, I owe getting feedback of what does someone who's gone before me and more successful than me, what do they think that I've done wrong? And hearing that and saying, I don't ever want to end up here again and learning from that. But being receptive to feedback and surrounding yourself with the right people is so key. So, so key.
0: So a couple of things that I just want to go back. So you've got that and you're so true. You Obviously, when things go wrong in your life, you begin to question yourself. You begin to doubt yourself. And if you're not hanging around the right crowd of people, you just get worse. So make sure in front you're, you're around the right type of people to, to keep you and to get them to remind you of who you are. That That's such a that's such a key point there. And so how do you. But the other part there, which is very hard, I believe, is most people don't like feedback and feedback is the breakfast of champions. So what. What allowed you to be that person who would accept feedback? Why? Why would you take it?
1: Again, I, 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 I'm I, so proud of my childhood. You asked me, the first question was, how was your childhood? I got feedback from my mum. My mum was the disciplinarian, but she was also the fun one as well. And she used to give feedback. I, I, I've I, had feedback and rewards. Um, I remember we used to have... um. She used to buy chocolate money like this, little coins uh, wrapped in foil like money. And when I'd done something good, I got more money, which wasn't money. It was chocolate. But I would save the money. And I think that was instilled in me. Um, that was instilled in me feedback. And I think the other thing I, I said, I grew up in an environment where I was watching people do simple things and make a lot of money. And um, I think through seeing that, I wanted this bad. I, I saw the holidays. I saw it my mom and dad. And they used to take us on holiday every year um, up until my mom fell ill. But I wanted that. I, and you know when you want something, I will listen to the feedback. Give me more feedback. Give me some more. If it's going to get me out of where I am, please give me some more feedback. That was my mentality.
0: Well, kudos to you because... Uh, And this is the message to everyone, you know, make sure you get feedback, but get feedback from the right sources as well, isn't it? Don't just get feedback from anybody. And we talk about one of the truths about success. You know, parenting is a big part of success. You know, being a great parent and you just just listening to you. You know, um, I just want to say your mom and dad obviously did a great job. Great job. That's uh, success as parenting. You know, that's it. You know, that's it. So look. What are the success habits you, you recommend to people? If you, if you want to get on in life and you just want to become successful, what are those success habits you would recommend?
1: Look, always be learning. Always be learning. Um, um, study. Um, I would admittedly tell you, and probably with a little bit of an embarrassment, I'm not the strongest reader. I'm not a great reader. Um, but I like learning. I'm an audio, I'm a visual, and I will learn. I will watch. In today's age, the YouTube's. Back then, I would be listening to cassette tapes. For those people who remember a cassette tape, and then CDs, I would listen and learn and learn and learn and learn, and, learn. and um, y- you just don't stop. You've got to keep reminding yourself of all th- what's the end result. Why are you doing this? What do you want to achieve? And if you can sit down and reflect on the why. And I know you, Io, uh, uh, you talk about the why, the why factor. That why, what is the end result of you? What are you trying to achieve? And when you are clear on that end result, you'll find the motivation, you'll find the desire, the discipline to follow through and get the know-how, the education. Um, there's a saying that says, if you want what you're your 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 mentor or the the person that you would like to live their lifestyle if you want what they have you've got to do what they've done and to do what they've done you need to know what they know and so you better start studying what do they know and and by any means necessary learn learn learn
0: so you're saying study study find successful people who've who've got what probably you want and then find out what they've done to get there. Anything else you, you, you'd you add to that, Javi, you need to develop?
1: Um, your work rate. Um, you've gotta have a high work rate. Um, they say a substitute for talent is hard work. And it's so true that, that you see that in sports. You'll see sometimes the most gifted um, footballer may not be the greatest asset. Sometimes it's that that footballer who's good but just works, 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 keeps pressing, 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 pressing. That person might be the greater asset. So your work rate, a substitute for talent is hard work. So um, there there is no get I don't believe in get rich quick. And if you do get rich quick, you've got to be very careful because you could lose it as quick as you got it.
0: That's good. So, as you look back on your career, you're now the senior vice president of a global organization. Uh, what would you attribute your success to?
1: I I pinch myself sometimes. And as you say that, um, um, I'm not one who's hung up on titles and has a big ego and say, I am. But um, people, belief, uh, people who had belief in me. um, I would also say that, uh, that my hard work has given me some results that, Um, you can look back on and reflect that Mark has achieved X, Y, and Z. Um, Most success, if not all success, it revolves around people. So love people, love people, want want well for others. Um, I think sometimes our responsibility, if you've gone on a journey, reach back, bring somebody else, bring another person. And there's something fulfilling about that. But Loving people, uh, I, I definitely believe is is is, is a key one, um, and having people around me uh, encouraging me and and believing in me um, um, is is absolutely key.
0: So, I mean, I've I, I've known you for quite a few years now. I've seen you have some really low points, and it's always amazed me how you've pulled yourself back and you just shrugged your shoulders and back there. So give us another low point you had that you had again in in life or in business that you had to pull yourself back from because you said you had several.
1: Yeah, many. And um, I I, um, I, I was probably going to refrain from saying this, but you were definitely one. uh, You've known me many years. Um, The life you spoke into me, you make a difference. And I think that learning that skill from you makes me say, wow, this man I was pulled me from the depths of deeper than deep and pulled me back out. I really want to be able to do that for somebody else because I know how that's made my feel and know that's made me, how that's made me, um, um, yeah, I know that's how that's made me feel. And another low point, Io, is in business and you around you in this period of time. Um, I think I still probably had this immaturity um, I've gone through one bad scenario, as I described from you before, ne- nearly losing properties. What I didn't say is I managed to save the properties and actually lose them. But that that was through really hustling. And I use hustling in a legal sense, but hustling, <laughs> uh, really digging deep. And it's amazing when your back's up against the wall, what you can achieve. Um, so I managed to not lose the properties, but another low point in my life is I, I, I made another financial mistake, Io. I'm embarrassed to tell you, but yes, I did. Um, uh, they say, if you can't hear, you feel. Um, and I got out of that situation, started making money again, things started getting rosy again. And I think I missed it. I think um, that there's different eventualities that could have in life. The, the mistake this time was, I think I was more careful with my money, but I wasn't saving. And if there's one thing that um, you have to do, they say cash is king. I'm sure you've all heard that saying before, but there's a philosophy of the rich. Jim Rowan talks about this. He says there's a philosophy of the rich and a philosophy of the poor. It's not how much money you make. It's your philosophy with the money. He says the philosophy of the rich They earn the money, no matter how big or little or mediocre that money is, they earn the money and they save the money. Um, And then they spend what's left. The philosophy of the poor, again, doesn't matter how much you earn, but it's a philosophy. They earn the money. They spend the money. In most cases, they don't save anything. So my next low point is um, in business, I started being a bit more careful, but an eventuality that I did not see coming, like... um, um, a recession, and and there's so many different eventualities that come. I wasn't ready. I didn't have enough in the storehouse, and uh, my overheads were very high. I was my reaction time was very slow, and I didn't make the decisions quick enough, keeping overheads and people around me on wages that I couldn't afford to do until it took me out. That was a low point, I because I was emotionally attached to a company and I had to dissolve the company. I was forced to. Um, but again, another learning curve, another molding to who I am today. So I'm not embarrassed by
0: that. So, Mark, you're talking about two big knockdowns. You know, some people normally only get one and never come back from it. So you get one, you come back from it. You get another big knockdown again and you come back from that. I mean, how, what drives you? Ayo, your why? Your why?
1: Uh, I think there's, um, I think it's, if God has given you the potential to be this good in life, what are you doing operating down here? See, operating down here can be very selfish. You've got enough money to pay your bills and to cover this and cover that. But you've been gifted with the potential to be this good. And there is, I think... I've got a mentality, I want to live in abundance. I believe it's my right (laughs) as as God's child to live in abundance, but I've got to do my part. So to live in abundance, if you look at um, nature, you look at a tree, the the plant behind me now or a tree, a tree will grow and grow and grow and grow and grow until it cannot grow anymore. (laughs) Well, why should we be any different? We've got to grow and, grow and grow and grow and grow and grow until we cannot grow anymore. And there's the beauty. You've got to have a heart to give back because now not only can you enjoy the finer things, that's not what it's about. Is how many lives can you touch if your heart wants to do something and you want to bless somebody. And you've also got to be careful in how much blessing you do. You can go overboard, but having the ability to bless other people, and still be okay is is beautiful. I've seen, I've been many times where many people may be watching this now, their heart might be going, I want to help, but their pocket is going, no! (laughs) I want my heart and my pocket to be in alignment where I want to help and I can help, but yeah.
0: You're not talking about that because I believe one of the reasons to be successful in life is not so you get blessed but so you can bless others because we have got to be a blessing to others and i know one of the things you do behind the scenes that probably not many people know that you've been coaching and mentoring some some kids they've lost their way gone the wrong way and you, you you've you've put that back in the community just tell us a little bit about the work you've done there
1: I've I've had many people, and I wouldn't say this is on an official scale. Um, there's many people that um, I have chosen to um, uh, mentor, and I still have those people around me now, and um, people that maybe I understand uh, because of my journey through life. I I understand um, from people who've come from poverty uh, i i know people um who have gone through crime and maybe people don't understand what was in their head why are they doing this stuff we we keep talking about uh my 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 upbringing and my parents but not everybody had that but it's still not an excuse it's still not an excuse to make it but i've had these the the uh, several people around me who have Latched on to me, and even till today, I, I have calls, and uh, we discuss um, strategies and where they're going wrong, and give them vision. And um, uh, I had, um, I've, I've, I've had people that have um, uh, who have been uh, in serious trouble and been locked up, and you can read between the lines that I'm still in the in communication with, them. and it's so fulfilling now when you see people who have come and maybe gone the wrong way and desire to go the right way and and they feel they're gaining traction it's it's, it's beautiful and I've, I've had several of those but it's it's not about bragging and saying I've done this I've done that I do it unofficially I do it because I want to do it I do it yeah hey,
0: I, and I, do I do just want to it. highlight that because I think uh you know it's so special that we understand I mean I use the analogy if you were in a train crash and you survived the train crash And you walk out of the train crash, you check yourself from head to toe. The first thing you see, am I bleeding? Am I okay? And you realize you're okay. Would you not go back in and help more people out of that train crash? And that's exactly what we're talking about here. It's part of that reason to be successful is to go back and help other people escape the train crash called life. And that's what this Truth About Success uh, series is about. is giving you some tools, some nuggets here to help you go back. And get yourself out of that train crash if you're in that. Using that as an analogy right now. So you you, you talked about the tree growing and growing. I like I like that analogy there. The tree continues to grow until it cannot grow anymore. And the only reason it cannot grow anymore is because it's dead. It's done. So this is a philosophy we should have in life. So what what's inspiring Mark Jones right now? What what what's inspiring you? you're at the top of your ladder you but you're still fired up you're still wired up what's what's inspiring i um
1: i I like to correct you i'm not at the top of the ladder I've, i've reached high up on the ladder but i'm certainly not at the top um but but inspiring me um i i have four beautiful children and um i'm 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 very connected with my faith. I love God, and uh, one of the things in Proverbs it says, a wise man will leave an inheritance for his children's children's children. and i I just think that setting a platform, I've got this vision of setting living a good life, um, setting a platform that, my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren great may know my name. <laughs> they will say, you see that tower block there that's 100 stories high? It was my great-great-great-great-great-granddad who, who may have done that. And knowing that uh, as long as they have that ph- philosophy and that heart to give back and touch other people's lives, I want to set a foundation because I had a good foundation set for me, even though my mom fell ill, that what was instilled in me in, in that period of time, I cannot complain. I, I'm inspired by that. I am inspired to watch my children who are now running their own businesses. I mean, I am so proud of them and, and they're running their own businesses. They are, they, they've are they got their own accountants and they're, they're filing their taxes. Um, um from from the get-go from the start um yeah let's let's just keep on improving and how can we touch other people it comes back to that same thing
0: and an important thing you're talking about there i think is and this is where you begin to get your mindset right you're talking about leaving a legacy behind you know and i think a lot of people don't think about leaving a legacy they just kind of like say they just spend everything and nothing is left behind how important do you think that is in being be, driving success
1: i think it's very important and and this is going to sound really repetitive i but it talks about what's your why and um, leaving a legacy is um, it's selfless it's um, there's an unselfishness about that vision of what can i leave for other people and nurture and mold those people who are going to be entrusted with this to make sure their thinking is right to go and do the right thing once that is done but leaving a legacy uh, is it important yes if that's your calling because success is different to different people but um if that's your calling absolutely yes uh leave a legacy behind if you're if you have the capability and the capacity to do so
0: so you said, you said success means different things to different people. How would you define success? What's your definition of success?
1: It can be um, success is happiness. Um, success is fulfilling your purpose with God. What's God's purpose for you and are you fulfilling that? Uh, if I go down to happiness, if somebody is a gardener and gets great joy of looking at their creativity and does not complain about their lifestyle, their finances and whistle on their way to work and whistle on the way home and say, life is good. There's, 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 there's an element of success there. Um, um, that also may be challenged by, could you be doing more to leave a legacy for other people? Well, um, success for me, uh, you have to, sit down and have that inner conversation with yourself. And I think there's a combination of things. There is there is that happiness and you don't always have to be a high flyer to create wealth, but use your creativity and learn. Uh, you could just be investing in something. It could be cryptocurrency while you're doing your gardening that's creating some wealth for you, but try and do a little bit more. The tree analogy again, grow, grow, grow until you can't grow anymore.
0: Great, thank you. So looking back on your career, what would you say, we've talked about some of the mistakes you've made. What advice would you give to our audience listening to this about what are the what are the things they need to avoid, try to avoid anyway on the way to success?
1: Uh, I think you advocate this is um, time and TV. <laughs> if you're gonna make a decision, um, value your time. Um, be very clear on a plan and I you use a great analogy about the GPS. you set the destination and then it begins to root you and if there's a roadblock, it will just reroute you. Set that destination. be very clear, Keep reminding yourself. Um, surround yourself with positive people. Um, put yourself in, in that environment that makes you feel good about yourself and allows you to, to grow. Um, um, would be some of the things I would say uh, for anybody listening take that time and write a plan and sometimes you might not have the know-how how how to write a plan that's where you reach out to somebody that you admire and you ask for help you've got to ask for help from the right people though because if you ask the wrong people the right question you get the wrong answer (laughs) but if you ask the right people the right question you get the right answer so make sure you're speaking to the right
0: people so get advice from a qualified source and it, it, this is so important you know it's <coughs> so important you do get that advice from that qualified source so you you're coming through you you you've got to do goal setting we talked yeah. about goal setting know, making a plan and i've done some videos on that but really people say i don't know how to make a plan and it just bugs me i see people who spend more time planning a birthday party or christmas than they do their life i'm thinking That birthday party is one day is gone, but they've got every detail, you know, Christmas, you know, they've got everything worked out for Christmas. Who's coming? the presents, the dinner, (laughs) the drinks, the food, the starters, the after meal, after the big meal, they've got all that planning and then you say, where's your plan for next year? And they go, "Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? And it's so critical to have that plan. And because when you have that destination, say with the GPS, even though you go off track, the destination helps you re yourself back on back on track. So, what would you say the hardest decision you've had to, to make in in, in business?
1: Um, hardest decision? Um, that's a good question. I uh, I think I love people. I've had to. Um, make the right decision for the business um, and also show f- compassion for people, um, uh, I've had to let go. That was a tough decision because I care about people. I care about their lives. And um, um, <clears throat> I made sure that I did transition it, give warning signs. And that was tough because um, I don't just work with people. I, I I look at the people I work with as a business family. And uh, so that was tough. Um, Tough decisions is um, I think uh, again, it's a good question. Tough decisions are, are you've got to also understand in business that um, there is no positive without negative. and you, you've got to, you've got to really embrace that. Um, there is no success without failure. So it is the yin and yang, if you like. So if you're going to go on this success journey, understand you may be put into uncomfortable situations, difficult situations, difficult decisions, and um, not many more come to mind right now. I suppose after this interview, they're going to come flooding back about the difficult decisions because I know there's more than one. But letting people go um, because of mistakes that I have made in the business, that, that was a very difficult decision because I know that it was... I'm responsible. People have followed me on my vision and been part of the vision and I'm trying to give them back so they can have their own vision. And through immaturity, through bad decisions on my part, it's caused people to lose their job. Very hard to 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 let someone go.
0: Okay, I get that and uh, really it, it well, is one of the ones I I struggle with letting people go, but I think you have to you have to make the right decision. At the time, for things to continue to grow. and I, I give a little analogy there, but but I, I, I just just don't me listening to you, where you've you have messed up, and because you're messed up has become other people's mess.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: yeah, and you can be scarred from that. and and I'm addressing that because I see people who've had a go, tried something didn't work out got into a mess and they go i'm not going to try again and they back out they back out instead of saying hey you've got you you, you you've, you've got to go again so how do you separate yourself emotionally from that down to turn to yourself and say hey let me go again
1: I, when we, if we look over our lifetime and the lessons we learn, we try and ride a bike, you start with the stabilizers and then you continue riding and then you think you've made it. Then they take one stabilizer off. When you're turning left, you're okay. When you're turning right, you topple, you fall over. Um, Then they take both stabilizers on and mum or dad is holding the seat and then they let go. But when you realize they let go, you're like, and you fall. Um, Just like Life, you're gonna, you're gonna fall. You're gonna, you're gonna keep on. But, but if you take that, what happened after you've taken those falls is you learn how to ride yourself. Um, and I think it's very, very important that you do reflect on and, and understand that, as I mentioned before, um, positives and negatives. Um, how do you keep on going? um it, it is that that same vision a lot of the things you're asking me I, it it really comes down to um a repetitive answer um your why um what does it take to win and, and your determination and when you're determined to do something um you'll find a way you'll make a way
0: yeah i think the message here is don't let don't let your past failures you, stop you from today's or tomorrow's successes. I'll say yeah. that again, don't let your past failures stop you from today's or tomorrow's success. Because that's something that you, you, you've you got to fight through. And, and I have people say to me, oh God, I wish I'd known better. I never would have done that. And I thought, come on, you know, nobody wakes up in the morning and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mess up. I'm going <laughs> to lose all my money. I'm going to go into debt. I'm going to get, no, it happens. Yeah. Life happens you've just got to make sure that you don't let what happens to you completely control you and take you out of the race, take you out of the race. So look, as we're bringing this near the end, what's that one change? If somebody's in a situation and you want to give them some advice, some one or two changes they need to make in their life right now to put them back on track, what would be one of those one or two changes you would, you would ask them?
1: The one or two changes is firstly is discipline. Um, uh, I don't know who I attribute the credit to this, but I remember hearing um, a young lady on, on, um, on some forum, and she says to work on your discipline, make a decision of what the things you need to do. So I need to get up early, I need to exercise, I need to do some YouTube learning. Make a decision, so write those things down. And that's the easy part. And then um, set alarms for this stuff you need to do. But here's a big one. She said, even when you know what you're supposed to do, you still struggle to do it. She said, use this technique and count to five. And you go one, two, three, four, five, and then trick your brain and jump out of your bed. Just get up. Now, you know, it's time to exercise. You go one, two, three, four, five, and then just start. (laughs) No matter how much exercise, it could be just a little bit. And I practiced this technique as maybe as ridiculous as it sounds, but the getting out of bed was the big one. That was the big one. I would hear the alarm and I think that, you know, that snooze button, but I just keep remembering uh, um, this one thing, just, you got to win the battle against yourself. One, two, three, four, five and you jump up out of your bed i go i beat myself and uh, so work on your discipline write down the things that you need to do to be disciplined to do to achieve what you want to achieve and work with a mentor on this because you might be writing down the wrong things so make sure that you've got the right thing. but once you've established that beat yourself beat yourself beat yourself and um uh, yeah, and once you get that discipline, you said it earlier, I think, uh, discipline um, uh, is, is the breakfast of champions, or you said something similar to that. Yeah. It really is. You get your discipline, you, you're on course.
0: And I really like that. You've got to be yourself. I mean, the biggest challenge is you. Mm-hmm. It's you. It's conquering you. You know, beat yourself. And discipline is such an important uh, thing. And, you know, and And the reason I like discipline is imagine we're all disciplined in so many areas it's just some of us are disciplined in the wrong areas there's nothing in it you could just good at it you just you know some of you are disciplined at playing pool or surfing the net you're so disciplined every day you got to be on your but what about the disciplines that make a difference with you as a person in in your life so with that said What's your closing message you would like to say to the audience? This is about the truth about success. We're just trying to share with people from all different walks of life about being successful and the things you need to do and different types of success. What are the two or three tips you'd you'd like to close out on?
1: Anybody can be successful. Um, It is a decision. uh, another quote, and I you know I love my one-liners and I, I need to get better of where I got them from. But it says, if you are born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, it is your fault. And you listen to that. And what that quote really says is that it doesn't matter about your background. Um, there is, we are creative beings. There is avenues to success, but you've got to study success and study failure. Uh, my closing line is, if you're watching this, nothing is beyond you. Um, Seek the right advice. You too can be whoever you want to be, but you've got to put in the time. You've got to get that discipline, coming back to that discipline. So, um, and making sure you have the right people around you. So, yes you can be successful. And I'm talking to you, 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 and you. Whoever's listening, you can be successful and you must keep on growing like that tree.
0: Just keep growing, just keep growing. You know, the best substitute for talent is hard work. Hard work, you just gotta keep going on there. Well, Mark, look, thank you for being on the call. I know we could talk for so much more longer. It's been a pleasure just getting some insights and you sharing your background. We'd really appreciate you sharing that with us. And the goal of today is to really just share with you that anybody you see at the top of the ladder, the top of the game, or successful, they didn't just get there. You know that, that poster of somebody standing at the top of a mountain? They didn't just get to the top of the mountain. It was step by step. It was hard work. It was commitment. It was dedication. There were disappointments. There was coming back from it, but they kept going. And you too, if you want it, can keep going. But I love the analogy, Mark. You just have to be like a tree. You got to keep growing. You got to keep growing. And, you know that tree's got roots. It's got you know it goes deep. There to hold it. It weathers all the di- all the different seasons. It just keeps going. It keeps even when it's freezing winter. The, the tree doesn't die. It just goes within itself and it prepares for the summer. So just keep growing, keep growing, and you keep growing till you are done. And you're never done until you get that final moment. And uh, leave you with this last saying. When we, you know what, when that time comes that we pass away, they're going to put us in a box. So you are going to live in that box for the rest of the years. So why live in the box now? (laughs) Let's step outside of the box. Let's live outside the box. And then when the time comes to go in the box, you can do the box thing then, but don't do it now. Keep growing. Keep growing. I love it. Thank you, Mark. We're here to share the truth about success. It's been a great pleasure having you on there. I hope you got something out of this, but let your knowledge lead to action. Don't be a library. Don't store all this stuff up here. Let's lead it to action. Let's take action. And as Mark said, anything is possible if you believe in yourself and you go to work. Thank you, and we'll see you again soon on another call. Don't forget to share this message and like and subscribe. Let's get this out there. That's the purpose of it. We're giving this to you freely so that you can share it with the masses. Don't keep it to yourself. There is somebody out there who might just want to listen to this information today that can make a difference in their life and touch them. We are blessed to bless others. Be a blessing. Thank you.